Hello everybody and welcome back to Creative Psychopaths. Um, here I am yet again at the top of the podcast, uh, just asking you to share the podcast around with the people that you know and the people that you don't know. Not quite sure yet how you share it with the people you don't know, but it's your job to figure that out and not mine. Um, this week I'm talking to Chris about child's play. Uh, me and Chris go back a little way, so there's... Um, some in-jokes and hilarious voices along the way, which uh, hopefully land well with everybody. Um, yeah, but the last thing to know about this is, if your name's Andy, there's a good chance your toys are alive. Welcome to another episode of Creative Psychopaths, a horror movie podcast, where each week I talk to a guest about their history with horror movies and a movie of their choice, with a couple of fun questions at the end, creating a delightful horror sandwich. This week, I'm joined by Chris, who I'm going to say hello to now. Hello. Hello, how are you doing? <laughs> Pleasure I'm to good. be on your show. Oh, well, thank you for being here. I am okay. Uh, yesterday I had, or should I say, I had the allotted eight hours sleep. So I'm absolutely knackered. <laughs> Standard nowadays, isn't it? There's nothing but tired. And you, how are you? Yes, very good, thank you. Yeah, I'm just going to leave it at that because there's a lot to go on. <laughs> so sleep's non-existent for me. Uh, a, a man with two young children, sleep is not a... Not a thing you need anymore. Yeah, get used to it. It's really easy. I don't know why people cry about it so much. Half an oh, hour is yeah. great. <laughs> I live I live my life on power naps. And energy drinks. <laughs> right. Okay. Well, let's get cracking. Let's get started. So the first question is, what is the first horror movie you can remember seeing? First horror movie I do ever remember seeing was like it was either like silent hill and like i forget uh, nightmare on elm street so they would have been the ones that i do remember actually seeing first and i remember silent hill purely because of the the siren that's one thing i remember that that siren the fog and i grew up with watching my mom playing horror games yeah so definitely shouldn't have been watching it while we were that young <laughs> but <laughs> Yeah, there was a, there was a lot to like remember, but Silent Hill. I don't really even remember what happened in the movie itself, mm. but the Silent Hill game is what brings me back to it, and then actually just linking it to the Silent Hill movie, it's the siren. That's the thing that just sticks in my brain, and I can't forget it. It's just that, uh, yeah, that that terrified the hell out of me, pretty much. That's, um, I was talking to the, this week's guest, uh, that podcast not out yet, Jade, who also really enjoyed that movie. Um, presumably you did enjoy it if that was the first one that you saw. I I'm, I do enjoy the movie itself, but it just it brings yeah. back nostalgia to watching my mum playing it on the game. Yeah. yeah. So, which is probably why I have like 
that like immediately as soon as you think horror film that's what i picture right yeah yeah no i mean the the those games have got such an amazing horror aesthetic aesthetic even and i was saying to jade that actually that movie is probably one of the best video game adaptations as far as movies go but it also it, re- it also gets left out a lot i think when people um think about video game adaptations but we're not here for video game adaptations no i would say other than that it would be nightmare on elm street that's that's definitely one of the the first few ones i do remember watching and being like oh wow this guy yeah. have knives for fingers <laughs> damn <laughs> I always resisted watching uh, Nightmare on Elm Street until a lot later in life because um, I think there's something about the character of Freddy getting people in their dreams. Like, you know, there's a lot of horror movies, especially like Friday the 13th, which is like my favourite genre, um, not genre, um, franchise. <laughs> um, but there's a lot of, you know, like you watch those, you watch those movies and you can you can clearly obviously point out dumb things people are doing and go, well, that's idiotic. But I think the thing about Freddy is it's just no escaping, really, is it? Like hard as you try, you're you're always gonna fall asleep eventually. Some pro plus that'll sort you out. It'll get you in the end. Um so when did you become a horror fan? Would you say it was watching your mum play horror games? I would def- yeah, definitely. It was. I, I never actually really became a real fan and started religiously watching them until a colleague of mine rec- kept recommending, you know, just right, need to watch this, need to watch that. And I was just like, do you know what? This was good. But yes, I would definitely pull it back to just watching my mom playing Silent Hill, Resident Evil, and just just her scream. She would scream at a spider, as in she would scream the house down at a spider. So I don't know why she played horror games because she used to have to pause it and then go for a walk for like five minutes. And I'm sat in the room just hearing this eerie music going, <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> but it, yeah, it is. It was definitely back to watching my mom and just her reaction. I found it more yeah. funny than anything, but uh, <laughs> I, I could definitely see like the creep factor. I'm I'm pleased there that you kept my anonymity, but it's fine. <laughs> it's fine that people know that we were colleagues. The one thing I do know is that you watched your mum play the Clock Tower games. Yeah, um, definitely. Where the guy has the giant scissors, and you know, all graphically, it's terrible. Um, but those are scary ass games. I actually looked at it a couple of weeks ago. Like uh, I, was, I was watching like What Culture on YouTube, like the horror thing, and I was looking back to it, and I was like, "How? How? How? How, how did I sit there and think this was actually scary? And how did I think this was actually any good?" And I'm just like, "It's like rectangles. The scissors themselves were rectangles with a slight bump on it." Thinking, "How is this terrifying?" But it's the suspense it built. Like a belt, it built up. That's yeah. what really made it. And the music that, the, like, you never knew when it was going to creep up on you. You spent most of the time just hiding under the bed. It still yeah. get you. It's like the, those video games are like that. It's like, um, I shouldn't make this video game chat, but I'll just, I'll just do this one. This one. It's like um, Resident Evil 3, whenever Nemesis showed up. Technically, that character's not that scary, but him showing up was enough to put you in panic mode. And it was yeah. that that it was that was scary. The character itself was a bit sort of 
Well, he's an idiot, isn't he? Stars. Stars. <laughs> yeah, we did that together there. But it's the same. It's that panic that it puts you in. Um, yeah, and that like, definitely that definitely brings it to like actually when you watch a film though, like you end up judging things like on how you actually would naturally react to things. Hmm. And I think sitting through a film, and it's definitely got to be done in the dark. You can't watch a horror film in the daylight. Absolutely agree. Yeah. Although I have been watching him in the daylight lately just to get get all these recommendations that people have got me out. Of course. Um, so let's keep let's go back to horror movies because I think you and I could talk games all day long. Yeah. Um, so what is the scariest horror movie? My personal one. And because you know me, mm. I do believe in ghosts a little bit, you know? So um, I know she really isn't, but the grudge, that sound, that because I have I have night terrors and I regularly see this stuff, not her in particular, Mm. but the grudge. Just just that uh, thing, you know, uh, that terrifies me. That's a scary movie. I do, I do have a really good story there. Like the first time I watched that movie, I, I watched it at nighttime myself and I, I was at high school at the time and we used to do all our own washing. I was like, oh crap, it's like past midnight and I haven't put my school clothes in the wash, blah, blah, blah. And we have a cellar in our house. Mm-hmm. So I remember running down, like quickly running down to the cellar and only there's only one light in the cellar. I remember going down the stairs and we have the whole laundry lot down a corridor in the cellar. And then the lights went out. We had a power cut while I was down there. And I, I had, I'm getting goosebumps even thinking about it now. But as I looked down, I pulled my torch up on my phone and I, I shit you not, out of, <laughs> I swear I saw her. I was just like, like right at the end. And then I, I, I panicked and I, my, my, my reaction was to run down the corridor towards it and smack it <laughs> and it was just a t-shirt hanging over behind someone's nightgown so i smacked two hangers off the rail and <laughs> snapped it. that terrified the crap out of me really <laughs> that a... sticks with me <laughs> <laughs> that's funny it's funny to know that your fight or flight um responses fight it's not always i had a mouse jump out at me on a on a dog walk the other day and i sh- Crack myself and proper jump backwards. I was like, oh, let's get out of here. Mice are fast, though. Uh, that, that's what it was. It jumped out of the hedge at my head height. But you're killing ghosts in the in the in the basement. Yeah. You had a bit of a home alone moment, it sounded like to me. Yeah, I just didn't set up a load of traps, a psychopath. So what is uh the best kill? Uh, I'm not sure if you've seen the movie. Uh, it's fairly new. I don't know when it actually came out, but it was The Hunt. It was called. No, I haven't seen that one. So a load of people are like left. It's basically like Hunger Games. They're like uh-huh. kidnapped, left there, and basically there are hunters that are out there, almost like the Purge. You know, they 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 basically are there to be killed. They are the what do you call it the the, the meat to be slaughtered. I don't know what the actual term for that is, <laughs> but the best kill in that. There's a guy in there. And they're on a train escaping the, the whole hunt ground. So they think they're out of it. They're on uh, a train with refugees. And 
there's a woman who is who I believe has already done it before. She survived one, so she's just as soon as she sees anyone, she's like shotgun to the face, doesn't care. This guy basically starts to believe her, and this refugee guy is playing it brilliantly all the way up to the end to the accent because as soon as he actually does break his um his accent, his act, yeah. he's pure American. Right. But like uh yeah. So what he does grabs a grenade, opens his pants, shoves it down, holds it there for a few seconds, launches him backwards, and you just see meat go everywhere. Yeah. That's That's got to be my favourite kill. Wow. Blow up the goon ads. <laughs> <laughs> Grenade on the nads. Grenades, yeah. if you will. Grenados. <laughs> no, I've never seen that one, but it sounds like a good one. Yeah. yeah. Watch once. Right, so what are standout effects? Ooh. Standout effects. I would say, like, can it be just down to sound effects? I'm looking for special effects, really, but you know, I'm happy to. I'm happy for this to go whatever way you'd like. Sound because, effects. Yeah, I read that sound effects. So <laughs> I don't know why. Um, but uh, if, if we were to go special effects, it wouldn't actually be like a CGI one. I can't actually name the film, but it's it's one where there's a, a guy, and I find it hilarious, there's a guy who's acting in it and he's getting attacked by a giant octopus creature. But he, you can clearly see that he is like holding and manipulating all the arms himself, but right. his arms are like supposed to be drowned in it. I think, it, I forgot what you call it, like a John Kramer film. Not John Kramer. <laughs> I, I, I can't remember it, but yeah, I read this as sound effects, so we'll play off of that. I'm going to go with the Insidious movie. Mm-hmm. The music to that sounds chill. Every time I hear it, just that violin of... And then it starts off really quick, and then gets slower, and then it sounds like the violin snapped in half. Then all of a sudden it just goes to like a really horrible, slow bringing down on the violin strings, strumming. Yeah. Time. No, do you know? Do you know what I mean? I do. I, I do know what you mean. I remember that that film uses music a lot to, um, you know, that's another movie that builds tension. Which, if you've listened to any of these, you'll know I like a movie that builds tension, and that does it a lot with music. But um, you know, maybe I need to add that as a as a um, question. Anyway. Sorry, I kind of, I kind of destroyed your your actual question there. Like standout effect. I don't know why I read that as sound effects. Like I just quickly read it and I was like, ah. So. No, no, it, it, it's fine. <laughs> I mean, the re- the reason that I have that question is because um, over the years, there's been a lot of. Well, I wouldn't even say it's a debate, but a question about you know practical effects versus CGI. And actually, I've got one. Oh. I do have one. Okay. Is it uh, Werewolf in London? The transformation scene. Yes, fantastic. That's that one. That that's the right answer to the question. Well done. <laughs> Just cut all the rest out. There you go. <laughs> that transformation scene is incredible. Like it is absolutely terrifying. You see the skin ripping and everything, and the yep. saliva. It's just you can't beat that. Nope, you can't. That that's good. Standout effects. That works. Well done. Well, sorry, you. I'm sorry. You got the answer to the question. In the end, well done. <laughs> um, 
Okay, let's move on. Uh, a movie that needs a sequel, a movie that needs to stop making sequels. I'm, I'm going to say stop making sequels. Yeah, I mean, you can choose both if you've got answers for both. It's fine. Yeah, uh, I'm just going to say, like, Final Destination. I know you've spoken about it before on your podcast. Yeah. But I think it was so effective as just the first one. Mm-hmm. And the rest, then you were just, it just basically became you just trying to predict the next kill. It just took away any horror to it. In fact, it was more a thriller in the end. You know, it just didn't seem that great. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, you're right. They do need to stop making those. But I will say that each and every one of them, uh, that first dream sequence bit is always brilliant. Um, yeah. It's, it, it's always brilliant, especially the, because, Final Destination 2, this is now. Anytime I'm driving behind a wagon that's got logs on it, <laughs> you're going to get past that, that as fast as you can. So, it, yeah. But you're right. They do need to stop making those films. Um, but now people don't fly anymore, you know? Planes are non existent, you know? No one gets on these things anymore. That's right. What was the third one? Roller coasters? Nobody goes on those anymore. Mm-hmm. And I think the Never fourth found one. thrilling enough. What was the fourth one? There's five, isn't Bri- it? A bridge. A bridge. Oh, yeah, there was. Yeah, it was a bridge. Yeah. And yeah, they're all panicking. The next one, I can't remember. I remember watching one in 3D. Yeah, let's not be remembering final. Uh, <laughs> 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 Awful film. Awful film. <laughs> no, you're right, though. They do need to stop making them. Again, Jade, who was just on before you, who's coming out this week, uh, we discussed this too and i told her they were making another one but i researched it more and i'm not sure that they are so they may have stopped i, d- I did have another one as well i know it's a bit cheating but jeepers creepers could have stopped at one it was effective yeah yeah felt, i felt it had a the second one's okay uh, <laughs> disagree <laughs> disagree <laughs> right not having you back on get lost okay well, let's move on then <laughs> So what is uh, your favourite franchise? I would say Alien. Excellent, yeah. Alien is definitely my favourite. It's been years since I've actually watched them all. I just mm-hmm. grew up on them. Yeah. And I remember so many specific strong scenes. Uh, that, that like uh, One that really stands out to me was uh, whether in the hospital bed talking to this guy who's pretty much like half eaten away or melted away and then, you know, the alien... Popping around, and when the dog basically splits open, I'm like, ah, Alien Three. That's Alien Three, isn't it? When the dog splits open, yeah, yeah, that terrified me, and I just really appreciated. Like, I, I just loved watching it all. I haven't watched them in years, like I said, so I, I couldn't tell you what's what, but I do remember that as being one of my favourite ones. No, they are they are brilliant, and um, like. I enjoy that Aliens is like the polar opposite to Alien. Aliens, obviously, this trapped horror movie, you know, it's very, everything's close in, whereas with Aliens, it's just this all-out action film, really. Um, Mm. And then the third one's very, sort of goes back to that, goes back to that sort of, because I think there is only one Alien in Alien 3. Yeah. it's good. And they tried to bring it into Predators, didn't they? And then I, I quite liked Alien versus Predators. It, it was kind of one of my pet, like, I, loves in a way. And just anyone I spoke to just said, yeah, that was absolute trash. But 
I really enjoyed it. No, yeah, there were absolute trash. Um, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> right, so what is the worst horror you've seen? Worst horror I've seen? Let me switch my page. Let me uh, give this one a quick <laughs> read. Oh, the worst one. It also fun- falls into my funniest. Okay. It is called The Dead Next Door. Right. Because it's trying to be so serious, it's set back in 1980-odd. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely awful. They're trying so hard to be really genuine, and like the, the, you can tell these guys are like first, first-time actors, and they're trying so hard to be so serious. It is, you just can't help but laugh through the entire thing. As in, I ended up throwing my popcorn in laughter through the entire thing there was one scene uh, i believe i show I, I sent it to you the other day um, yeah. just where the guy comes in there's a zombie just gnashing away as and to be fair the effects were quite good back then yeah and it comes in machetes the zombie's head that's just sat against the wall and for some reason for god knows what reason he he, he just decides to stick his fingers in the zombie's mouth like he was you know trying to get a lick of butter or something you know, peanut butter. Well, here we go. And all of a sudden, he's shocked that his fingers got bitten off. <laughs> I, yeah. It, it is the funniest film I've ever seen, and that's why it is the worst, because it's been so trying to be so serious with itself. It sounds great. You need to watch the whole thing. It's, you, you will laugh. <laughs> it's funny. The Dead Next Door. Maybe we'll get you back on someday, and that's what we'll do. Just watch it. <laughs> We could do that. Anyway, um, right. So, what is your favorite horror movie? Favorite horror movie? Haven't we just done that one? No, your favorite. That was your favorite franchise. Ah, uh, favorite horror movie. Favorite horror movie. You might have to cut a bit of this out. It's definitely got to be Nightmare on Elm Street. Huh. That's a good choice, but we already but, discussed we already discussed uh, that one, so we don't need to discuss it anymore. But that is a great choice. That is an excellent choice. Um, right, you could say child's play. You could say child's play if you want to, but you chose what are we choosing. Choose a movie. Nightmare on Elm Street, just because of its pure scary factor and like the unpredictable deaths when you first watch it. Right. Okay. Right. So that was the first slice of bread in this here horror sandwich. We've buttered it up. We're ready to put the filling in. The sandwich thing's getting ridiculous on here. At some point, I am going to have to start asking people what their favorite sandwich is. And you may have to prepare yourself for that question. That's fine. <laughs> I've got the answer. Yeah. Let's just, <laughs> well, fine. Just do it now. Then what's your favorite sandwich? Chicken and stuffing sandwich, white bread. Boom. My job. It's uh, a good one. Good effort, that. Right. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, let's get to the chicken and stuffing part of this uh, <laughs> of this of this uh, podcast. Um, so the movie we're going to be doing is Child's Play from 1988. I'm curious before we get into it, what made you choose this one? This this was actually an Easter present I was given as a child on VHS. Oh dear. We we didn't receive uh, eggs. No. We always received a DVD or VHS, obviously further back in the time, which mm-hmm. I actually really loved Easter back then. 
And uh, it was actually one of the first Easter presents I do remember receiving. And uh, yeah, I do remember watching it and then going to school and telling a lot of people. And we're talking way back in the day and people were going, yeah, it's kind of like you. <laughs> yeah, it is kind of like you. Yeah. Red hair, just not so much anymore. Just didn't get any taller. Right. I'm glad that you brought this movie because I have been avoiding doing any of the classic horror movies. Any of the ones that I would say are like a legacy horror film, which is this is. But I'm glad that you suggested it and I'm glad to, to do it. Um, so let's just get into it. So this movie is directed by uh, Tom Holland, who... Let's just presume he came back from the future, directed, directed this, and uh, off he went. No, <laughs> no, obviously that's a joke. He did do quite a few horror films, actually, Tom Holland. Uh, this was written by Don Mancini, who um, has had a strong hold on the, on the Child's Play um, franchise all the way through it. But obviously we're just doing this movie today. Um, so this movie stars Brad Dourif as... Chucky slash Charles Lee Ray, uh, Alex Vincent as Andy Barkley, Catherine Hicks as Karen Barkley, and Chris Sarandon as Detective Mike Norris. Uh, this budget was, I found a number of different budgets, so it's somewhere between nine and $13 million. Um, not quite sure what that means. Um, that's quite a lot. That's, yeah. That's a hell of a lot back then. Yeah, um, but it boxed off its it boxed office at forty four point two million dollars. Boom! So it was a successful um, movie. Actually, this is the first time I've done this. Um, I went and checked to find out how much that was for, through inflation. So if yeah. it came out today, it, it would have come out at one hundred six million dollars. I said, is that big nowadays? Uh, I don't know because like UN games and stuff, they hit a billion, haven't they? Yeah, I was gonna say it doesn't. But seem it's still that big. It's a successful forty-four point two million in the eighties is a lot of money. That's a lot of cocaine. I was gonna say I'm surprised because you could talk to anyone and probably not m- many people would be able to say they haven't watched at least one of them. Well, I would say um, what I was gonna say about actually that money, um, the bo- box office at that, but Child's Play itself has obviously made Don Mancini so much money over the years through, yeah. you know. Merchandise. Awesome. Merchandise. Thank you very much. <laughs> Who doesn't have merchandise on his tongue? Me. So there's a, a quick synopsis of this before we get into the sort of plot thing. A single mother gives her son Andy a much sought after doll, only to discover it's possessed by a serial killer. Oh, scary. I, I found Andy. I, to start with, like, I, I obviously I watched this years ago, like, with, with the thing, but obviously re-watching it for this review, I found Andy kind of deserved it in a way to, oh. start, off, to start off with the film. I, I kind of thought he's a bit bit of an ungrateful little sod and then actually he brought a breakfast in bed and I was like, oh, it's actually quite nice. Ignore everything I've just thought for the last 10 minutes. Like, f- f- you know, flat full of toys, ungrateful little sod and brought some uh, plenty of, you know, cereal all over the place. I think, we, I think we might fall out about this. Um, <laughs> anyway, but this movie um, doesn't obviously open with Andy. It opens with uh, detect- a detective chasing uh, serial killer Charles Lee Ra- Ray through the streets. He 
shoots him, gives him a bit of a shooting. Yeah, a little appraise. Uh, giving him a little shooting. Mm-hmm. And that obviously slows him down. And he misses his getaway vehicle. Um, and he says, no, come back. Like that. Oh, he doesn't miss it. Eddie drives off. Oh, yeah. Well, that's what I meant. Oh, yeah. 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 Ed, Ed, Eddie does drive away. And he goes, no, come back. Oh, dear. Oh, yeah. yeah. But then he breaks into a toy shop. Good place to break into. Yeah, and absolutely. We, and we see there are lots of good guy dolls. Ooh, good guy dolls. What are they? Um, while he's uh, in the toy shop, he starts shouting all sorts of threats. I'm a get you, Detective Mike Norris. And I'm a get that Eddie guy too. That's what he says. But more threateningly than that. Yeah, um, definitely. But then he's a little bit dying. So he does some voodoo stuff. Oh, and he says words that, oh. that I didn't write down. And then we see lots of cartoon lightning outside and it goes. Give me the power I beg of you. And then the and then the toy shop does an explosion, which is nice. It's always nice to see a toy shop explode. You know, it's 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 very normal. It's definitely something you see every day. It's just nice to see the trend keeping up, you know? Yeah, no, I want to see more toy shops explode. I just don't understand how he knew the detective's name. I don't think he says it. Mm. Although, I, he's a serial killer in this, so there's a good chance that Detective Mike Norris has... Yeah, probably in the past. ...been after him for a while. Yeah. Um, well, let's not worry too much about that. <laughs> So then we open in on Andy, our young man Andy, who is watching TV. Yes, he is. And while he's watching TV, he's making breakfast. Well, it's seemingly for himself. And he makes a huge bowl of cereal, the biggest bowl of cereal ever, sugary cereal by the looks of it, to which he adds sugar. He makes... Four spoonfuls, may I add. Four spoonfuls of sugar. And pause more than he needed to. In that, that's kind of why I was starting off thinking he probably deserves he everything that's going to happen to him. Uh, <laughs> and he also uh, makes burnt toast with ice cream on top, which I don't know about you. I looked at that and thought I could go for burnt toast with ice cream on top. Uh, that's... Yeah, but I also thought, what kind of futuristic toaster has he got that can cook toast within less than 18 seconds? Because I remember counting it, thinking, how's he put fresh toast in? Had it been burnt in Obviously 18 the 80s, seconds? Don't worry. Toasters were fast in the 80s. You don't remember that? Given those lines, you don't they were going. Speedy they were going. toasters. Uh, they were just plugged straight into the mains. I will note that actually while he's doing this, he's watching a TV show and you see a um, a person dressed as a good guy doll, like obviously a big, a large size. And you might be interested yeah. to know that that's the director. What was it? <laughs> it was yeah, creepy, it was, yeah. 
So then we see that there's some birthday presents. Oh, look, it must be Andy's birthday. And then he goes in and he says, get up, mum. And and she does. Uh, they have a bit of mum and son dynamic. And uh, I, I think it go, I think it works really well. How long you been up, birthday boy? Since forever. <laughs> I made you breakfast in bed. You did? Oh, God. Well, thanks. Well, this looks just excellent. Um, I'll tell you what. Why don't I eat this just a little later, okay? Mm-hmm. Personally, I think Andy's awesome in this. Um, all the way through, I can't help but like the kid. Yeah. Oh, really? All the way I through. Yeah, I um, They get up and give him, clo- give him uh, his presents. For his birthday, she's given him a box of clothes, which... You don't want that. You want toys, Andy, don't you? Which he then says... Box of cl- a box of clothes is not a present. I'm happy with bloody shower gel Socks nowadays. Will do me, but um, I did enjoy here that the card is on top of the toy. He just tosses the card to one side, which is brilliant because um, that is what kids do. They don't cards. Yeah, they, they don't have a. They have no no, no care for a card. I don't even have no. a care for a card. Uh, and he gets good good guy tools. Huh. But he was a bit disappointed that he didn't get the doll that he wanted, the good guy doll. Anyway, at work, his mum, his his mum's friend Maggie tells him there's a guy in the back alley. I was very concerned at this scene. Like, how did she know? Why was she down the back alley beforehand? You know, I'll I'll let you continue. But that that was running through my mind, going, "Well, she's obviously been down and like, why?" Mm. You know, you can go smoke out the front, but down the alley with a load of homeless people's like pot. pot where deliveries came in, maybe, maybe. I'm worried about why she was down there. That's ridiculous. I, I was very concerned with that. Anyway, She's they go out there and find a homeless guy, and he sells them the doll for thirty dollars, I think. And I've no, I've no idea if that's a good yes. price or not. I've no idea how much she was selling the doll for. It's the eighties, so it can't be that much. You need to work out the inflation. Come on, you had this. Yeah, but already. I don't know what whether it was worth thirty dollars or not. I, I would probably say it's roughly around eighty, ninety quid nowadays, and that's probably too expensive for a um, doll. They have a prick of a boss who's a real prick. Instantly hate, instantly hateable, <laughs> instantly yeah. hateable. Uh, yeah. Do you not enjoy your job? It's my son's birthday. Oh well. So um, mom's friend Maggie says she'll look after the kid because she has Very nice to of work it. overtime. Very nice of her, but um, obviously she can't. But, but of course the mum does manage to go home because she <clears throat> is allowed to pick the kid up. And she's got the good guy doll. Yeah, yeah, good guy doll. And again, I love this kid. He's so great. He's so grateful for, for getting the doll. And he shows it off. Show me how he works, okay? Hi, I'm Andy. What's your name? Hi, I'm Chucky, and I'm your friend to the end. Heidi ho <laughs> <laughs> Wow, he's something, isn't he? And he's, he just plays with it so nicely, you know, like yeah. you'd expect a kid to play with, with something like that. 
Come back um, to your old history now. I can, I can see you reminiscing now. I can see it in your eyes, like just playing along with it. Little doll. Well, Maggie is babysitting. Um, suddenly, she, I find her to be a bit of a dick. <laughs> Chucky wants to watch the mm. news, but she goes, no, piss off to bed, brush your teeth. He brushes his teeth. Again, I don't know if this just is because he was a kid, but the way he's brushing his teeth is just so yeah. kid-like. You know, like in this in this movie, the reason I like uh, Andy in this is because the actor is just playing it as a kid. Well, that is because he you is know, a child. <laughs> you do know this, right? <laughs> no, but there are child actors, and you know they yeah. sort of play. Yeah, it they, in, they went over the top with it you know, oh. to make it very deliberate. That yes, it's. Yeah, a small young child boy. He's just yeah. he's just a little kid. He's just a little kid. I like him. But of course, while he's brushing his teeth, the TV turns on and he says, Hey, I didn't do it. And she goes, Yes, you did do it. Um and then he gives Chucky a kiss goodnight. I really do love this kid. I hate dolls. Um the same. So, you know, him kissing the doll was another reason to hate him. Weird. You go kid. I bet you're so glad you chose this film about the kid. No, to be fair, I did say after he um, made it, I realised he'd actually made her breakfast. That's that's up to that point. I was like, oh, he's a dick. So from this point on, I actually think he's all right. You know, I'm just playing it on you. He's quite endearing. He is quite endearing. Let's see. Chucky murders Maggie, but we see all that from a sort of POV point of yeah. view. Part of some of this, building up to this, although we had the voodoo stuff at the beginning originally, they wanted to play a lot more about whether it was actually Andy doing it or not. Um, uh, yeah, I never saw that though. Even even when I watched it as a kid, even rewatching, I never saw it as that that being the attempt. Well, but I can well, no, yeah, because I can see what you mean. You get the you get the voodoo bit at the beginning. Um, whereas I think if you hadn't got that, it would and he because he is wearing the same clothes as as yeah. Chucky, so it is you know. Like I say, you get the sort of bit at the beginning, so we know what we're dealing with. Anyway, hits her in the head with a tiny hammer and shoves her out of the fucking window, uh, which looks, it's a great effect, really is a good effect. The falling is not great, but her hitting the car at the bottom is amazing, really well done. Because I I like that she fell out backwards out the window and on the scene of her falling out the window, she was facing forward. Uh, I wonder if you do turn midair, though. I think do. when I did watch it for the second time again, she like literally like the last second you see a shoulder roll. So, you know, it could be, just be me being, you know, oh, I'm going to diss this. You chose this film. That so. is a good film. <laughs> <laughs> the mum gets home. There's lots of police. She shouts Andy and looks in every room except his bedroom where he, of course, is. <laughs> I, was very, I was very concerned, though. Like the police didn't even ring her. Like she had no idea until she landed off and got off the bus after work. Like, what kind of cops are these? Let's be honest, the the police in this are basically. Well, there was one guy sit like as she walks in. There's a there's a guy sat on the sofa reading a newspaper. Um. So, <laughs> the mum. Uh, let's see. There's footprints in the flower. Um. They check Andy's PJs, but he's not got flower on him. And anyway, she tells the police to fuck off and off they fuck. Yeah. You know, it's like, but there's no, but this is a crime scene. Is yeah, this is my house. Get out. <laughs> I say you do. Fuck off. It's one of those things where you, you have those moments of like, there's no need to worry about it. But the whole time I was thinking, 
What's happening with that window? Yeah, it's just been <laughs> left open. As you don't see the window again at all in the film. Oh, I really wanted to know what was happening with that window. <laughs> just like at the end of the credits, it's just the window boarded up. Oh, I can sleep now. I can sleep. <laughs> Who's fixing the window? Because they've had this whole thing about Andy has to go to bed and then she has to go to bed. And I'm like, I guess you build it in your head. And I'm just thinking, that window's just open. Anyone could... It's not even open, it's smashed through. I'm sure no one's going to get in, but a bird might get in. It might be just cold. Yeah, just a chill. Might die of a, you know, chill of fright. Listen, it annoyed me and it shouldn't have. <laughs> it didn't even annoy me. It was just, I was concerned for the family. The fact family. you're still talking about it, it annoyed you. No, but I was like, I was concerned for the family. <laughs> so uh, the poor kid tries to tell the truth. Oh no! I tell her like he, he noticed that this is that Chucky's feet are flower, yes, yeah. and he try he tries to tell the truth. He says, "But it wasn't me; it was Chucky." But of yeah. course, you know, the mum's going, "Yeah, stop lying, you little shit." Which is always hard to watch when you know someone's telling the truth, and just and especially when they're a child, when you know they're telling the truth, and we know what has happened, and just people are ignorant to listening. Yeah. Well, to be fair, if anyone told you there was a doll alive, you you would go. No. But if there was any concern, you you might. <laughs> I won't go to bed. Go to bed and stay away from that damn window. That fucking window. Anyway, he he says sorry about making up stories, yeah. even though he even though he is. I was a little bit disappointed he gave him so quick now. Chucky's a doll. He's made of, of plastic and and stuffing. Look at him. Look at him. Now, does he look like anything else to you, huh? Don't. You'll hurt him. Andy, look. Now, you don't really think that Chucky is alive, do you? But he is. Andy, stop it. Please. It's because of Aunt Maggie you're yelling at me, isn't it? Yes, I guess it is. I'm sorry. I'll start making up stories. I just love that kid. <laughs> I really like him. Uh, one thing I did notice at this point, you're 30 minutes into the film and it doesn't feel like you've been sat watching a film for 30 no. minutes. Yeah. It, it clicks by, it clicks by really yeah. nicely. So she takes him off to school, but he doesn't go to school. He goes off on the train um, and he ends up in a snowy rundown area. Puts Chucky down on a chair and then he says he's going for a tinkle. He goes, a Tinkle, tinkle, do he goes, as you do, he goes for a tinkle. Look, you stay here. I have a good tinkle. I love that kid. So he's heading to where Chucky's telling him to go, basically. Yeah, he? he's going where Chucky's telling yeah. him to go. He's very concerned why the school didn't have teachers stopping, you know. Well. Uh, I was a little bit concerned about that. Well, he doesn't even get into the school, does he? So I guess... uh, He steps in the door and I was like, and then everyone else is in school. The the mum's gone so far away, even though he literally just stepped in and stepped out. She's gone so far away that she didn't see him. She's literally just ran away. Bye, (laughs) Have fun. I've seen babies stay out. You'll be all right. See you later. (laughs) Bye, mum. She's really gone. Um... The kid has a tinkle, right? And then Chucky goes to do another murder. Oh, he's done another murder this time. Another murder. He, and he kills Eddie, the getaway driver, who we talked about earlier. Do you remember him? 
He was the getaway yeah. driver that got away on his own. And he's outside searching for Chucky. Chucky! I love that kid. Um, and then I, I will interject in a moment. I just want to see if you mention it before I do. I was going to say the house goes kaboom. Oh, yeah. I'm going to interject well before that then. Uh, so gunfire goes off because this little little creepy Chucky doll guy <laughs> across the house, scaring the hell out of, uh, out of uh, Eddie. And uh, the guy, Eddie, Eddie shoots his gun. And for some reason, Andy feels like it's a good idea to run towards the gunfire. I'm like, oh, dear. Who brought this child up? Open windows, barn doors. This child doesn't know what he's doing. <laughs> and yes, of course, afterwards, the house blows up because well, he's, Chucky had turned the gas on. His brain is broken because he eats ice cream on toast. Oh, that's true. I thought that was butter. <laughs> I thought it was a big wad of butter. A butter? Maybe it was. That makes more sense, but it just looked like ice cream to me. It did, it did because when she picks it up, it, it just falls off like it is ice cream, a big chunk. Ice cream on toast. Anyway, it goes kaboom. Uh, the, the whole house goes kaboom. And, and Andy is arrested. And yeah. <laughs> the mum rocks up and she, he's like, it wasn't me, it was Andy. And he's going, he's going, Chucky, you prick. Why don't you fucking... Um, punch, punch, getting a bit of anger. Yeah, like, you Chucky, you prick. Own up. Frustration. No one listens to me. Come on, Chucky. Own up to doing it. Uh, um, we are real friends. But he doesn't. Whatever he says. He doesn't own up to it. He, he, he just sits there like a, like a prick. Mm, um, like a ginger prick. <laughs> Come on, Chucky, say something. Tell me why you lie to me about everything. Come on, Chucky, say something. Tell me. Hi, I'm Chucky, and I'm your friend to the end. Heidi ho Ha, ha, ha. Mommy, he's doing it on purpose. Little ginger. Little ginger. <laughs> little ginger. <laughs> so he's carted off to a mental hospital. Well, this doctor sort of pops up and goes, I think we're going to take your child away for a little bit because clearly he's insane. Um, I did find this a little bit disturbing. Like, it, like back then, was that just like, could that have just been an acceptable thing? As in, I think your child's broken. He is not going home tonight. I'd be like, you can watch your bottom jaw, mate, because I'm going to knock it off and I'm going home with my kid. Well, um, I think they've got every right to arrest him at this point, even if he is a child. They've got every right to detain him. He might as well have just killed everyone then. He might as well have just done it himself. Anyway, the mom goes home. She's not bothered. She just goes home with Chucky. Yeah. She goes home with Chucky. Glass of wine. She's looking at the at the at the box and gasp. The batteries fall fall out of the box. So she checks Chucky and gasp again. The no batteries in Chucky. And she says, she says, talk to me, you little shit. And he doesn't talk to her. And then she says, I'm gonna burn you if you don't talk. And he he is alive. And this is the first time we see Chucky be a Chucky. And he, yeah. and he's like, you bitch slut. Whatever he says to her. I said, talk to me, damn it, or else I'm gonna throw you in the fire. You stupid bitch, you filthy slut! Did you fuck with me? And he, he gives her a little bite on the arm, and then he fucks off. See, this is when I really started to enjoy the film. 
this is when I was like, right, he is. You can see that he's changed. He's now turned into that animatronic Chucky yeah, that yeah. everyone fears instead of the actual doll, because you can tell just around the eyes, the eye sockets are actually all molded into one. He yeah. becomes more human when he speaks, which I, I noticed every time he does. The doll, obviously the puppet's changed. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's brought up later, but I think, uh, yeah. I I read on a slightly different note to what you just said, uh, apparently it took 11 people to do that animatronic, to control that animatronic. It was the same guy who took, the same guy who was in uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. He got called in to do the animatronics for it. I can't remember the name of the guy, but I just quickly did a YouTube video of it. Jeff. Jeremy. Oh, Jeff. An- Jeremy Fisher. It could have been. It could have been Jeremy Fisher. <laughs> um, anyway, she chases after Chucky, but he's gone. And then... How? He used the lift. He the window. No, he used the lift. The odd cage lift. Um, let's see. She chases after him. She bumps into the detective. I don't know if she bumps into him outside. I haven't written that. But anyway, she comes across the detective and she says, hey, detective, the doll is alive. And he says, and he says, no, no, he's not. And to be crazy. Um, and then she goes, oh, I'm going to sort this out, out for myself. And I've written this down specifically because he says to her, how are you going to do that? But he sounds just like Sylvester Stallone in this one moment where he just goes, how are you going to do that? <laughs> how are you going to do that? Yeah, he does. He does. He does put on the whole like the nice, the nice right. accent. Was it the New yeah, York right accent? Point. How are you gonna do that? How are you gonna do that? Yeah, but he doesn't. He also tell her the address. That's later. Oh, is it? Oops. So she goes off to see the rapists, which the detective tells her not to do, and um, she finds the guy that sells her the doll. But guess what? He's a bit rapey. Yeah, I was a little bit shocked to see He's what he a did. A little bit that. rapey. But the detective shows up and he goes, "You bad." Fucking give her the information. Anyone else want to join the party? Oh yeah, and they are that, and they all just go pew. No, nothing. Anyone else want to join the party over here? Even though he was only Sylvester Stallone that one time, uh, he's all he is all the time now. But I do I do notice during that scene, like uh, the moment he does, like he pulls the guy off her, the homeless guy off her from doing his rapping. Um, he, he pulls pulls him off, and the rest of the guys go, "He's a cop." <laughs> At no point had he ever said he was a cop. He's just a guy who's pulled someone off, saying... I don't think he pulled him off. Not, not right there. <laughs> oh, what do you think he did? Reach anyway, <laughs> uh, so it turns out Move that um, the doll came from the place where this particular police um, guy killed a serial killer. And he goes, oh, that serial killer. I remember, he doesn't go, I remember all those weird words in the cartoon lightning. He just goes, come on, let's get you home. Come on, off you go. And then she says, can you tell me where Charles Lee Ray lived? And he, and he gives her the address. But you know, well, yeah, which is police uh, yeah, protocol. Like, sure, I can do that. Here's the address. Let's just round over around the corner. Such a... <laughs> just round over here. Even though it, I don't know why I've started doing that because it was literally just that one line where it sounds like it, but whatever. I, I did pick up on it myself. To be fair, it was it was quite good. Anyway, so um, he goes back to the police station, but then um, when he gets back into a car, Chucky's in his car, and they have a little stabby car drive. It's a stabby car drive. I'm doing yes. It's a choky stabby car drive. Oh yes. What's what's he got? Is it like a skipping rope or something, or like a? 
that he's choking him with oh. before he starts going all stabby stabby up the bum bum. It's, it's stabby choky. I don't know what he's choking him with. It's a long sequence. You think it was a really long sequence? I did, and I found the amount of times he did actually stab him in the butt. Well, I don't think he actually does. <laughs> he does stab him because he's lifting his butt up. Yeah, you never see it. I don't think it was intended that he was supposed to be hit, but you can clearly see the the fake knife like stabbing him, like he actually connecting with his butt, and he's like, "Oh, nice." <laughs> I can't like it. Oh, uh, <laughs> a little bit to the left. Yeah, it was long. They're driving. They were crashing into everything under a bridge. Somehow they didn't crash into any of the actual pillars. It was a long scene. Anyway, they flipped the car. The car gets flipped. They get the car. The car gets flipped, boss. So then Chucky's like, "Ah, you can't hurt me." And then the detective shoots him, and he kind of goes, "Yeah, that actually did hurt." (laughs) Yeah, like as I, I like that they kind of brought it back like i find it weird that he had you know as a doll has so much strength like for the size he is he shouldn't have that much strength it's but stupid isn't it? then when yeah when you actually see him get shot like the fact he almost pretty much did a backflip after getting shot was i really liked i was like yeah oh, mate. give him another one shoot him again but that, that was actually the first time the detective had seen him as because he was getting choked from behind, he's seen knives coming from nowhere, he doesn't know what the hell's that's going right, on. Yeah. And then that's yeah, and that's when he was like, Oh, damn, oh, you are a doll. She wasn't crazy. Um, he catches up again with the uh mum who is investigating old serial killer's house, and he rocks up and he's going, Hey, guess what? That serial killer's name was nickname was Chucky, wouldn't it? As a detective, you thought you might know, yeah. You know, the killer's name Late. months in advance. <laughs> Late, isn't it? And then and then they find some information and they go, oh, hey, maybe it's voodoo, maybe. And it is, it is voodoo. You do voodoo. You do voodoo. And um, Chucky rocks up to the voodoo man's house and he says, hey, I do voodoo on me. Gree, gree work? You know, when I came here learning all that stuff about how to beat death, I thought maybe you were pulling my chain. Not now. Uh-uh. Not now. And um, now I'm. It hurts. Be me. <laughs> I like this scene. As short as it is, I'll let you finish it. But I do like this scene. So the voodoo man says, "Oh, well, you turn inhuman." And then he says, "Well, how do I get out of this body?" And the voodoo <clears throat> man says, "No, I won't tell you." But then Chucky's got a voodoo doll and. <laughs> breaks the legs and the arms of the voodoo doll and the man says fine you've got to you can only transfer your soul into the first person that you revealed yourself to Um, sounds pervy doesn't it I I revealed myself Um, to myself in a mirror (laughs) and then of course he stabs the voodoo doll and the man doesn't quite die because uh Detective Rocky Balboa and um, the, yeah, the movie needs to carry on. And the mum show up, and and the guy goes, "Save the boy, save the boy." Like Gandalf, <laughs> you must save the boy. Um, and then, but he also shoot him in the heart. He says, "Yes, you've got to shoot him in the heart, otherwise he won't die." Um, right, go on. You want to say something about that? Yeah, a short. That was such a short scene, but up until then, you're thinking, right? What the? He's done a little 
done a little voodoo curse. She's now an adult, but it, it it was it didn't have to be any longer. I thought it was really effective just putting in that what two minute scene that was in there just to explain. Oh, some guy had actually taught him all this, and you get to see the guy called Doctor Death. And I, I don't know why I just really like that scene myself. Although seeing the guy's legs snap backwards from the kneecap and his arm snap backwards made me want to turn around. So oh. Um, yeah, you're right. It's a good scene, although I must admit, I don't like the voodoo stuff. No, the voodoo. Voodoo was a bit OT. Uh, anyway, so we cut to Andy in a hospital. Uh, is it a hospital or a prison? Because he seems to be in a cell. It's definitely, I think it's psych ward, isn't it? He seems to be in a cell. He's got bars on the window, yeah. so definitely. Uh, he happens to look out of the window and uh, Chucky, Juvie. he sees Chucky there. Hey, look, Chucky's there. And Andy, <laughs> Andy's very scared about it. Again, I love this kid because he look, he does look, he does act it so well that he looks so scared. Um, yeah. Um, and you've got to think that they were probably holding like his pet, his real pet bunny rabbit in front of him, like someone pretending to snap his neck or something, you know, just to get that out of him. I thought that was really good acting. Yeah, it was really good. He's here! Chucky's here! I don't see anybody. But Doctor Chucky's here! And he's going to kill me! But Chucky is here! I was thinking, how did he know he was coming to kill him now? Because he's screaming that, isn't he? He's screaming, oh, he's going to kill me. Because he sees Chucky running up the stairs like a little, well, little pit apparent. I around. think he knows at that point that Chucky's a murderer. And why else would he be showing up? Just to free him. I've come to free yeah. you, you prick. Could have run away to a happy place. Friends to the end, I told you. Yeah. <laughs> and anyway, Chucky gets into Andy's room. But ah, Andy's swapped Done a little old bed swapperoo, hasn't he? Idiot. Then he gets out and... Field under the covers. Yeah, field blankets under the covers. Um, so he runs away, but then he ends up in an operating room where um, they brawl for a bit. And this fucking doctor shows up. The creepiest doctor on the planet. Yeah, this fucking doctor shows up and he's like, oh, Andy, don't worry, I'm going to help you. Starts trying to give him a sedative. And then Chucky stabs him in the leg. And we go, yes, stupid doctor. And then Chucky fries his brain with, I think, presumably it's like the electric stuff that they use, or at least they use. Yeah, the electric, like, not lobotomy, that's electric chair. Yeah, I know what you mean. Um, I think they they still do do it, actually, like a shock (laughs) therapy. But anyway, he kills the shit out of him. But Andy escapes. Ha ha. Um, yeah. The mum and the detective show up at the hospital again. They're still just one fucking step behind. Um, As always. We see that Andy gets home um, and barricades the door. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 he started moving the rug as soon as he came in. He started moving the rug. And I'm like, what is he doing moving the rug? And he's pre-planned this on his way home. He's Kevin. Because then I saw him move the thing. And I was like, oh, holy Christ, this guy's really thought ahead. 
Uh, there's another tiny little scene that I enjoyed where Chucky's riding up in the lift, but he's just doing his doll thing. And I've written this down. And the woman goes, what an ugly doll. And as it's going up, it goes, fuck you. <laughs> That's pr- pretty much up to this point, the only bit of humour. Yeah, no. Um, I think a lot of these 80s movies, though, the, um, the humour's not in the first ones. It never is. It, it's usually till a lot later on. Um, but I proper laughed out loud when I was like, oh, so relatable. <laughs> My guy. <laughs> you tell him what it is. Uh, we see Andy hiding in a closet and he's looking at his toys and he spends a real specific amount of time looking at a remote control car. And I thought, what's he doing with his remote control car? And nothing. He's doing nothing with it. He picks absolutely now. He picks up a very tiny baseball bat. Not tiny baseball bat, just for me. Um, it is my tool. Chucky comes down the chimney. Now, Chucky looks weird here because this is a slightly different. This is not an animatronic. This is a person dressed as Chucky. And yeah, because a big head. Yeah. Big head compared to its neck. Yeah, he's got a big head compared to his neck. No, yeah, I did notice. That. I read that this is um, obviously that this is an actor and they built the scene about 30% taller than him. So that's yeah. how I make it look smaller. It's quite good, actually. Well, it isn't good because it looks awful. But as it's a split second, is that bit though? Like you see that little moment where it stands it, out, like there. really up close. It yeah, it does. Out. Like you do pick it up. It stands out, but only to the critical mind. Anyone else would just be like, Pleh. And then, of course, Chucky chases um, Andy around the apartment. Um, Andy. The music here is really similar to the end of the Terminator movie, which is also funny because the end of this movie is very similar to the end of the Terminator movie. <laughs> hmm, animatronic chasing. Well, it's not just that, hmm. but also they, they have a lot of trouble killing him. Um, yeah. So anyway. Indestructible. Uh, Chucky KOs, Andy. KO. I love that bit. <laughs> Not, not, not because it was absolutely hilarious. It's just like everything stops. You've got this such fast pace, and then all of a sudden it literally goes to the back of Andy's head yeah. for about a second. But it seems like the longest second ever, and then just a quick little on the back of his head. I don't, it made me laugh. Sorry, Andy. K.O. Andy. K.O. Um, and then he tries to do a bit of the old voodoo again. Ookus pookus miggity d, give me the power to enter the pookus pookus enter the yeah. or something. Like yeah, but he doesn't because mom and detective Rocky Balboa rock up in the nick of time. Finally, they're they're on time for something <gasps> with a stitch. Yeah, <laughs> do you know how many stairs I had to run up? Oh no, they use the lift. No, I use the lift. <laughs> And Chucky, Lift music. Chucky's be a bit of a bitey boy. He's a bite. No, he's a little bugger. He's a bitey yeah. boy. And then he becomes a little stabby in the leg guy. Stabs the detective in the in the stabby, leg. Stabby, stabby. Uh, Good ass. There is a whole lot of going on in there that There is scene, a whole like, lot going on. Because the detective gets him, like, gets Chucky off the mum. Yeah. Because she obviously, she immediately picks Chucky up off Andy. And then the detective comes in, chucks it. For some reason, a detective decides not to look at the killer doll and to see if she's okay. And then that's when Chucky comes along and just slits across his leg. Let's see. So then there's a little bit of fireplace fun 
um, they trap Chucky in the fireplace. And at that moment with the animatronic, uh, animatronic and all that, when he's going, ah! <laughs> you know what I mean? He's trying, trying to get, ah, oh, fuck you. I do love the last bit of the film. Um, I thought it was very quick to have killed him off almost, you know, that bit. Obviously, he does break out of the fireplace. Well, I, I do want to pick up on um, Andy's little line here. Where psychopath? Where um, Chucky looks. Yeah. Chucky looks at him and goes, "Hey, we're friends to the end." And then he he just goes to him, "This is the end, friend." Andy, no, please. We're friends to the end. Remember? This is the end, friend. <laughs> Absolute bloody psychopath. So then we see a little bit of a Bernie Chuck, Bernie Melty Chuck. Uh, and it's all over. The movie's over, which is nice. Everyone's breathing <gasps> like it's all over. Uh-oh. Wait a second. I've I've tricked you here. He... <laughs> I've done you, mate. I've fucking done you. <laughs> he, because he becomes melty, Chucky. Uh, again, we get to see that weird, uh, as he's stalking along with the knife, we see that sort of weird, that this is obviously an actor moment because the head looks a bit odd. Yeah, yeah. It's fine. It's fine. Um, and then he does a bit of a tries to get them stabby door, stabby door, stabby door. So he stabs the door, and then uh, the mum shoots the shit out of him. As in, I've got to give it to her. She went to the range before this. Yeah. She she really got good. Well, she was told like, she was told specifically to get him in the heart. <laughs> Uh, to be yeah, yeah, she did actually. Yeah, I take it all back. But they were good shots. I must say, like she blew shoots off his, every bit off. Shoots off like his leg. Shoots off his head. I think his arm. Shoots a sh- yeah, his head first. Shoots a shit. Then it, <laughs> you're damn dead, Chucky. And anyway, the partner of the cop goes, shows up, and he's like, "What the fuck's going on here?" And he's like, "It's the killer doll." And he's going, "It's not a killer doll, but it is." He gets attacked. Through the vent, like an air vent. Um, yeah, it gra- grabs. Yeah, grabs him through the head. He says, "Do not touch him." Picks up his head by an air vent, and somehow the body's, the body's up in the vent. In the air vent yeah. But then they do shoot him in the heart, and he's dead, dead, dead. I was a little bit concerned though because she used up all the bullets in the gun, yeah, and all of a sudden there's bullets back in the gun. Perhaps. Presumably that was the partner's gun. I, that's what I had to think after, but I didn't get get I didn't get a good enough time to actually pay attention to the last time I watched it. So I was like, hmm. <laughs> and then uh, the detective says, "I told you it was a doll." And now, do you believe me? And the partner goes, "Yeah." Last like last line of the film. Who's going to believe me? Lols. Yeah, I did like that. It was good. And that, my friend. It's the end of that. It's the entire movie. Did you watch? Did you actually watch to the end of the credits? No. You didn't get to see the window board, did I? Oh god! <laughs> <laughs> what did I miss? What is this? Doing so much more. What is this Marvel stuff that I've missed out on? Right. Okay. So Ooh. we've watched it. We've had a bit of fun with it. But I've got to obviously. We've got to wrap it up. Give our final thoughts and what have you. But here it's a classic movie for a reason um yeah. i mean a it was in the 80s when horror was brilliant but this one just stands out as great it isn't scary unfortunately i could see it's how not. it would have been scary back in the day 
Um, and it is. I, th- the I think in a cinema, it would be really good. I think it's the scariest of the child's play movies, but it's just great. It's like, there's a reason that it's a classic and some of these movies that I've been watching for this podcast, I've been like, you know, I've enjoyed watching them. Don't get me wrong, but by the sort of third watch, or even sometimes the second watch, I'm like, <sighs> um, again, it makes me want to watch the rest of them now. Yeah, me now that I've now that I've me too, like dipped my toes back into the first one. I'm like, I, I remember so much more, which I always thought was from the first one. Yeah, I, and I was just like, I agree. So I'm not even sure what I'm saying now, but yeah, it was great. Sorry. It's a it's a great movie. It's a great movie. Um, I was happy to watch it three times over. Um, <laughs> Acting wasn't great, uh, but you obviously you you loved Andy, you know. I thought Andy was great in it. I thought that um, I find sometimes um, maybe that's more recent that child actors often don't act like children; they seem to act yeah. like mini adults. Whereas this kid is just a <clears throat> he's just a kid, and to a degree, he is a little shit. But most kids are. You know, like doesn't who knows you you might not like the the next door. You know, the acting is so funny. <laughs> you might enjoy it. You might say that was a good film. I don't know what you're on about. Man, that was a great film. That was so good, bro. Um, yeah, it it's it's a classic. It's something that I I can't say that anyone hasn't watched. Apart from my wife, actually. Yeah, she might have watched it. She's the one person I probably never watched it. She doesn't like horrors anyway. We have to watch these things in the dark when they've gone to sleep. The best time. It's the best time to watch horror films. Yeah, you just can't scream. Oh, ooh, I don't scream. You just do a, the man gurg. Oh. Don't scream at these movies. Just cry and weep. I just weep, yes. Weep tears of fear. Um, right, so let's give this... Uh, the review system, which I'm sure you know by now, is literally a two two tier system. It's either a creative psychopath or it's shit. And I'm going to answer for you here. <laughs> it's a creative psychopath. Yeah, it is because it literally is in the film. <laughs> exactly, he is. is. Hey, everyone! Guess what? <laughs> it's basically your best film, childhood film, taken and made into a nightmare. Toy Story turned into that. There you go. Mm. Getting your dates mixed up, but... <laughs> well, well, yeah, obviously. <laughs> Dis- Disney was, like, well before, you know what I mean? <laughs> no. Uh, right. Okay. Lovely. So, yeah, that was Child's Play, 1988. Fantastic film. Go watch it. Go watch all the sequels. Watch the TV show. It's all a treat. Have you watched the TV show? No. And I didn't even know there was a TV show. I haven't even seen the newest movie. Uh, I, I I didn't want to watch it purely because I didn't want it to destroy my image of what I remember Chucky being. Um, because I know that remakes can be, and it, in my experience, can most likely always be the death of an experience. Oh, the remake one. Yeah, it was 20. Really good. Really, really good. Really? Oh, yeah. It's not Chucky. Um I can tell you that now. It, it, Is this a creative psychopath? It, um, well, if it's a quick review system, I'd say, yeah, it's definitely a creative psychopath. The only problem that that film has got is that it's called Child's Play. Oh, do you mean when you say it's not Chucky, is it not him? No, it's not Chucky at all. Um, okay. It 
it's not even called chucking it. It's called Buddy, I think. Um, so is it a remake and a retelling of a story? Very much so. Very much a retelling. I th- okay. I get the feeling with that movie that they um, they had a killer doll script on hand. Um, and they ended up tacking Child's Play onto it just to try and get people to go watch it, which was yeah. kind of a shame because it's actually great. But it's one of those ones I think that you have to go in, and I knew this going in, that if you erase the feeling that this is a Child's Play movie, you're going to end up seeing a really great Killer Doll movie. Mm. I highly recommend I'll it. I'll have to give it a go then. I highly recommend it. Oh, there you go, everyone. little bonus review for you there. <laughs> a bonus your bonus uh right so that is the filling that is the chicken and stuffing filling of this horror sandwich so let us get into the last two questions no i'm a liar i'm an absolute liar because we need to check the facebook comments for this movie which is something i keep forgetting to do um, oh, i didn't realize you would do that is this a new thing yeah um My friend Andy said, I don't think I can add much value to the conversation other than I feel this is a great horror, a few cheesy comedy lines, but menacing throughout, which I'd say is a pretty good option. Thanks very much, Andy. Um, If people are listening to this, you should join the Facebook group because it's nice to get people's uh, opinions on the movies. Oh, is this on your particular Facebook group? Yeah, Creative Psychopaths. For this. Yeah, Uh, Yeah, sorry, I just don't use Facebook, so I don't. Oh, I don't like social media. No, it makes me sad. Uh... <laughs> right. So this, this is the right. final piece of bread. So we're going to ask you, uh, what is a scary moment from a non-horror movie that you remember? I don't know if it's been mentioned before on your podcast, but in Jumanji. Oh, no, I haven't had Jumanji. I know, in Jumanji, when they're getting sucked into this, uh, like they're sat there, the bats come out of their fireplace and the plane on the, the board... And then they get sucked in. I remember watching this as a kid, and I think the entire film is almost scary in its own right to a child. Just because it's got the pure fear factor of everything. There's so much suspense throughout the whole movie. And I think the one thing that scared me the most was the, I don't know what you'd call them, the, the hunter. Yeah, yeah. The guy who was like, Oh, come here. Oh, I'm going to kill you now. I didn't say that. <laughs> well, I can just say. Not in that voice I've either, got... but I don't know where you got that from. <laughs> I'm going to kill you now. He does he has a distinctive voice, does the actor? I can't I can't pin him down, but he's got a very distinctive voice. True, but he's not Bane. I'm going to oh. kill you now. <laughs> I live in darkness. That, that, that's that's a scary movie anyway. And uh, I think the reason I like asking these questions is because I think a lot of us have watched films when we were younger that were scary. And I think, you know, it's a good it's a good thing, isn't it? I like it. Yeah. But yeah, that's a good choice. So the last thing to ask is, if you could make a non-horror movie a horror movie, what would you choose? I also don't know if this has been said before or not, but I would say Jurassic Park. That could, that could easily be a horror movie all the way and a lot more terrifying than... Because it's only built up on suspense. Basically, it's just nature at its worst, you know? Yeah. So it's not technically a horror movie, is it? It's a family PG, you know? Let's sit down and watch. I think that could be made into... I think the latest ones are trying to be more scary. But I think, like, just the original could have really played on it. 
Yeah, I mean, I think there's an argument to say that that is a horror movie. It just because it's not blood and guts, people don't put it in that. But it's the kitchen scene with the raptors is. Yeah, that that bit can never leave your mind. High tension. Um, in fact, the the T Rex attack is high tension as well. It's like, you know, those are the look away from the screen things when you're a kid. Like, I don't want to see what's going on here. So, uh, but yeah, that's my Sunday morning when a baby's dropped on me. Just like, get away, glass, <laughs> get away. <laughs> but you, you're right though. They could certainly make it scarier. I would have said Charlie in the Chocolate Factory, the original. Other than that. Because, you know, putting kids in chocolate would have been awesome. Somebody did say that, but again, it's quite a scary movie. <laughs> yeah. Tunnel. Right. Well, uh, that was the final slice of bread. We've made your chicken and stuffing horror sandwich. Uh, so I'm probably going to put blood on it as well, just to ruin it. Um, well, it used to be a weird twist at the end. Like, oh, you thought you were enjoying it, but you weren't. Um, oh, oh, no. We're going to put mayonnaise in this sandwich. Oh. <laughs> weird um <laughs> i like that yeah <laughs> right so do you have anything you would like to plug before we close out the show plug as in your youtube channel perhaps a youtube channel well yeah you can always check i do a lot of horror stuff on my youtube channel there we if go. you uh go on chrissy bets uh and that's chris E B E T Z, all all one line. You know, it's uh, impossible to find when you actually type it in. But uh, yeah, if you go on now, do uh, gaming reviews. Well, not reviews, gaming reaction. Me getting scared to death on horror films and stuff like that. Not films, <laughs> games. Well, I'll leave a link for it in the um, in the comments for the show. Not the the show notes. I think that's what you call them. If you want to be like professional, right? So, yeah. thank you very much um, for coming onto the show. It has been a pleasure. And thank you to everybody for listening. Don't forget that you can join the Facebook group, Creative Psychopaths. It would be really nice if um, people joined in the weekly conversation. And uh, if you would like to be on the show, you can email me at creativepsychopathspod at gmail.com. And so the last thing to say is, bye. Thank you. Bye. This is the end.